This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. 13. Let's run quickly because of time. It's an anointing service. We don't joke with that. Your head will not lack oil. Amen. I said your head will not lack oil. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Also our thanksgiving, where we came to appreciate God for his mercy that saw us through the last month of May. And also to thank God for the exit of a government that had been wicked to his people. I say that with every boldness. Blood was shed. People just died before their time. But we had a government that do not care for the life of their people. We pray and we look forward to this nation that the time will come when the son of a nobody will become somebody without knowing nobody. We are looking forward to this nation when the son of a nobody will lead the children of somebody because God has helped him. We are looking forward to a nation when our green passports don't need to be changed to blue passport or black passport to whatever color. That to be able to give you a passage. We want to call back those days in the 80s when it was 99 cents to one naira. Looking forward to even 85 when a brand new car was bought for 10,500. I went with my father, CFO Motors, to buy 505 brand new. Lemon green, 10,005, just 1985 here. Looking forward to the nation when I flew my first aircraft from Lagos to Kaduna, Air Force Base, to attend the graduation of my elder brother who was passing us Air Force School there. And my father and I went, it was 400 naira to go and four to come back. Just 800 naira took us to our fro. Still this nation. The oil has not ceased and made us that. The oil is still there. More minerals have been discovered. So the problem is leadership. Wicked leaders will no longer be comfortable on the state of Nigeria. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we take them out one after the other. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Are you ready to be blessed this morning? Look at your neighbor and just welcome the person. I didn't say shake the person. Welcome the person. Sometimes you shake the person, you don't mean it. Are you there? Yes, sir. I want to talk to you this morning. Open your ears and hear me on what I've talked. The consequences of the choice you make. The consequences of what the choice you make. Every choice you make, time will pay you for it. Every choice you make, I repeat, time we pay for it. Time is dynamic and it proves to you whether you were right or wrong. Genesis 3 and verse 11. 13, rather. Genesis 13, verse 11. Verse 11, quickly. Heavenly Lord, your name is wonderful. The Lord did what? Chose him all the pain. 
Just love is not a spirit, it's a man like you and I. He chose all the plain of Jordan, you will understand later. And Lord journeyed east and they separated themselves by the virtue of the choice he made. There was a separation. He was quick to separate from the source of the blessing because he saw what deceived him and he thought he was right. No doubt you are a product of what decision you took some days or weeks or years ago. By two immutable things, God cannot lie. For whatever a man soweth, that's what he will reap by the principles of life. Let's start from verse 113. That's the highlight of his Verse 1. And Abraham went out of Egypt, and he and his wife, and all that he had, and lot with him into the south. Remember in chapter 12, the Bible said, And God said to Abraham, Arise, leave your father's house, leave your kindred, for I'm taking you. To a land where I'm the maker and the builder. And Abraham was 75 years old. So even at 75, God still called people to assignment. So I'm, I'm 50, I'm 60, I'm 70. It's not an excuse. God can call. 75 years. God called him. Get out of your father's house. The scripture said, and Abraham left. There cannot be a verse 2 without a verse 1. And there cannot be a blessing without respond to the instruction that it becomes a key to the blessing. Somebody say amen. Amen. So Abraham left. The scripture said, and Lot followed him. God didn't speak to Lot. God never told Abraham that Lot was part of him. Yeah. Of course, you know he's his cousin. He's just his brother. When God calls a man, God don't call two people. Write it down anywhere. There is no vision that God gives to two people at the same time. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Whether it's a company, whatever it is, somebody receive it, the other person can help to interpret it. But somebody is in charge. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So there's nothing like we owe it together. The idea, there must be, somebody must have 51 equity. Oh, yeah? And the other person will have 49. There's a reason for that. It can be 50-50. In owing a business. Verse 2, quickly. Let's run. Verse 2. And Abraham was very watch. Abraham was very poor. Dignes Monica? No, sir. Poverty is not a sign that you are serving God. It's not a sign that you are serving God. Poverty is not the nature of God. It's not one of the features of God. No. So that you become a Christian does not translate to you become lazy. I wonder how some church do service from Monday to Monday, Dick and Victor. And you are teaching the people. When do they have time to put to practice what you are teaching them to produce results? I don't understand how they do this thing. Because that's the problem we have in this part. We thought that the more we come to church, the more spiritual we are. And the more successful we become. That's a lie of the devil. When people go to seminar, after seminar, they release them. One, there is break time. To go and ponder over what they have read. Two, three days, seminars are over. You go launch yourself into the world. 
and conquer the world by the virtue of the assimilation that you have received. But to back to back, back to back meeting is not a sign of spirituality. That's why I say I don't know how they do it. But I read in the scripture here, right verse 2, that Abraham was not just rich. The scripture has an adjective. It says it's very rich. The reason why our building has not ascended and finished now is because we don't have those who are very rich. <laughs> That's the truth. Because if you are very rich, it will be spilling over. That you'll be like Peter, whose boat was sinking as a result of massive fish, that he had no option but to call back on people to help partake in this money because the Bible said the boat was worth sinking. The kind of money you have, if you know release, you go sink you. I'm a sinker now. So let this be recorded here. I don't know where you are coming from. Oh, our village people know they pass this level. No, no, this is not. You know, we have culture, no doubt. But when you are in the family of God, you now have a different culture. Yes, sir. And that's a superior culture where we stand. Are you hearing what I'm yes, saying? Yes, sir. He was rich in what? Cattle. I'm glad the way it was listed. And in what again? Gold. And what? How can you live on this earth? You live on this earth, then you go. You have not touched gold. Not in your neck, not in your ear. Not anywhere. And yet you are going to heaven where the streets are gold. Can you walk there? Can you walk there? Can you walk there? I didn't write it now. The Bible says it was made of gold. Will you add that? Won't you leave it and run to the other side? Because you're not used to it. When a poor man enter plane and come down, he said, eh, not be one plane. When you get into the aircraft, whether first class, business, class, economy, it's still one plane. That's the voice of a poor, very poor man that was privileged that somebody bought him ticket. That's why you're talking that way. And at the same time, the plane will take off. At the same time, it will land. If anything happens, all of us. It's not all of us. <laughs> I've been privileged to travel severally. And I've found out that there's a difference between first class. I don't know why I'm going this way now. <laughs> Business class and economy. Don't just allow me. So that's why when I was privileged to fly on business class, Digna Monica, we're just entering the plane as I sat down. Those young ladies, good-looking, trained for business class people like us. <laughs> they just appear with all kinds of, all kinds of drinks. I said, I never see that. You know, they serve me. They gave me. I took, I was, you know, you don't sip, we just drink. Because if you are hungry, you don't sip, you drink. <laughs> drink everything. He said, sir, at any time at your service, I say you are in trouble already. <laughs> So you're in trouble. You are my service. <laughs> you will hear today. And true to the here. I left my seat because in that business, they did it like a sitting room parlor. I left my seat, came to sit down there. And they were happy. I said, ah, so we, we hardly see people come out to sit here with us. I said, I'm different. <laughs> say, what do you have? It's like a bar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> business have started. <laughs> Praise God, somebody. So all I'm trying to say is that 
God has called us. In First Peter 2, I think 9, they say, Ye are royal priesthood, right? Yes, sir. One a holy nation, one a peculiar people. Underline the word peculiar. Who has been called out out of darkness to light and to show his marvelous. To show, to show his marvelous. Look at that dick in the dress now. Stand up, sir. Thank you. Forget about money now. Don't you like this kind of dress? You know, I've never worn a badger in my life. But I decided the day City of Hope be dedicated. I wear the first Agbada. It has to be white. I have some spotted gold around it. I go spread my heart like the wings of the eagle. <laughs> Sit down, sir. And the camera must focus on me. Praise God, somebody. Hallelujah. You all will be comfortable in life. Amen. Because it is the will of God. It is the will of God. Looking tattered and dirty is not the will of God for you. There's nothing wrong to start small, but there's something wrong to continue to be small. For the sake of those who have not had this, as this man you are looking at, I have sold bread for my mother in this Lagos. Come back from school, we carry provision to sell. But even when I do that, I know that's not me. It's a process to the will of God for me. So we are going to somewhere. Those guys you see who are hawking there, those are potential billionaires you are yes, looking at. Yes, they are just going through what? A process. Yes, that God can pick somebody from the back of life yes, and command him to sit before kings and princes. That's what made God, God, for you to have hope in him. Amen, someone. Amen. Verse 3. And he went on, on his, and he went on his journey from the south even to Bethel, unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and verse 4 is this guy following us unto the place of the altar which he had made there yeah, at the first and Abraham called the name of the Lord in all these things we are not hearing about Lord verse 5 quickly and Lord also which went with Abraham had what had flocks and herds and tents they were agrarian people they have animals husbandry a lot of them lots and his elder brother Abraham God began to bless them. What am I talking today? The consequences of what? The choices that you make. And the land was not able to bear them that they might dwell together for their substance was great so that they could not dwell together. Separation is not the issue. It's how we separate. Write it down. Whether we are going to get separated someday is not the issue. But what is the circumstance by which we are separated? Are we separated in what they call in principle? Are we separated because we have to expand? You can separate to expand. You can separate to conquer more territory, to spread your business. Is that why you are separated? Are you leaving us to somewhere else? Because we are no longer preaching Jesus. Or you are leaving us because you just hit some billions and you felt that we are too small for you. Is that your reason? So your reason for separating must be godly. Must be godly. So they became so rich that they could not stay together. And now, here the scripture. And there was, look at, look at verse 7. He said, there was a strife. That's the problem. That's the problem. Suddenly, comparison. Yes, sir. The girl you raised, mm. you picked and raised, is, is already standing before you. Mm -hmm. He's no longer calling you at he just said, Monica. Mm -hmm. 
direct to your face. Yes, sir. Because instead, don't get heads, yes, don't sir. get flocks. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's why I love the Yorubas. No matter how tall they are. I saw the day that uh, Speaker of the House came to Bodylon to see, I see what you, I saw it. He was a speaker, number four, right? By a constitution, by a political uh, arrangement, he's number four. He came out of that, he's like, he I love them for that. The side I came from, The more money you have, the bigger you are than your boss. You become a DHA. That's not it at all. Look at strife has come. Not because of poverty. Not because of poverty. The question now is now who is the dawn? That's the problem. Who is the capon? <laughs> we are all courtes, but who is the capon? We are all successful businessmen, but who is the dawn? Who is the emperor? Who is the lion? Who should take the highest title? Eh? I was in a movie yesterday. A young boy just uh, was stealing his sister's uh, money from the business and coming to a village to take title. He said he won the highest. He bribed his way to it. They now told him, even the king, they said, the title is for people 70 years and above. He counted more money. He said 10 million, 10 million, 10 million, 10 million. He raised it. People that want to die before that time, that's what they do. Their ears are blocked to rules and regulations. They want to jump over it. Say, so take money, raise it. It's a 70, you are just 30 something. To die before his time. Live today, die tomorrow. That's not the will of God. Look at strife. He said, there was a strife between the headmen of Abraham's cattle and the headmen of Lost cattle. Can you imagine that? The man through whose wing that he flew to where he is. The one who God speaks to. The one he's connected. It's like the baby in the womb of his mother that is surviving through the umbilical cord, right? That connection. Anything mama eat, that's how baby take. Imagine the baby inside there decide to cut off by, by himself, tear the thing, come on. Say, leave me, I am mama myself. <laughs> he can't survive. It's not possible. And I hope there is no lost spirit here today. Amen. That's why we are preaching the gospel. I don't know you. And I hope there are Abrahams here. And there was a strife between the Hes men of Abraham's cattle and the Hes men of Lord's cattle. And the Canaanites and the Perizzites dwelled then in the land. Look at verse 8. Let's go quickly. And Abraham said unto Lot, Wow, let there be no strife, I pray thee. Between me and thee, between my headmen and thy headmen, for we, for we be brethren. The next verse, quickly. It's not the whole land before thee. Now, remember, I'm preaching on what? Consequences of the choice. Choice is about to be made now. Now, it's not the whole land before thee. Separate thyself, I pray thee. From what? If thou wilt take the left hand. Then I will go to the right. It's not even saying, let me make a choice. Mm -hmm. yeah? And this guy is seeing gray being done for him, and he's running there. <laughs> then I will go to the right hand. It's like being in a, 
You are sitting in a bus, an old woman or man comes in. I say, son, can I sit down? He said, why will you sit down? I paid for it. Look for another seat. You are gone. You are gone. <laughs> then I will go to the right. Or if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. Verse 10. Aha. Then the big boy, <laughs> the dawn himself, the Bible says he lifted his what? No, that's the scripture. I said he lifted. lifted. He didn't consult God. He didn't ask his brother, I said, what do you think? He didn't say, I'm not the problem of my herdsmen. Please, what do you want me to do? The scripture says immediately he heard that. He lifted his eyes. It's like uh, Saul Lu, the governor of Lagos, they called you, said, he said, you are looking for Akumori. He said, yes. He said, where do you want it in Lagos? You don't have Jobo, but you say you have no Akumori. He said, Banana Island. <laughs> Banana Island. Where a yearly rent is 20 million, 30 million, the minimum 10 million. He lifted his eyes. <laughs> and what happened? And beheld the plain of Jordan, that it was well, well watered everywhere. Before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Sua. Verse 11. Verse 11, and that's where I've read it before. And he said, Then Lord chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lord journeyed east, and they separated themselves there from the other. So he lifted up his eyes, he saw the green side which symbolize beauty and life by sight. He said, at this side I want. This is one I want. He took all that appears to be good and went with his headsmen and was relaxed in the spirit because of time. If you read the latter part of the scripture there, the scripture said that the, play, the, the side that was plain in his side was being inhabited by the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. He didn't see Sodom and Gomorrah. He saw the plain land. And Bible student, you know what happened to that city, that place called Sodom and Gomorrah, that God came in his might and wiped them away, destroyed them, including loss and his all that he acquired. Because of the wrong choice that he makes. And I want to talk to you. I want to come down home. Three, four things that you make choices over in life that will determine the extent you are going to go in life. Number one, the man or the woman that you choose to spend the rest of your life. The man, the woman that you choose to spend the rest of your life. Of course, it's of the man to approach the woman. It's of the woman to pray, to consult, and make a decision. I can assure you that for everyone that is married here, there had always been, directly or indirectly, one or two men that have come to such a one. But he decided to make a choice of the person that he is. Now, time will tell if she made the right decision to say yes. That's why you see men 
on the internet every time they carry their ring and say, will you marry me? Some stretch their hand and say, yes, I will marry you. What that decision means that you have connected yourself to that person, the spirit that runs in him is already connected because as you kiss, there's a transmission of saliva between both of you. Whatever is in the system is going into your system. That's a choice that you have made. Whatever ailment that is transmittable in him or her, you are going to get it with time. That is the consequences of the choice that you have made. But that's on the biological side. But can I tell all the men that are here, why you get ready to make choice? Adventure, you have not made your choice. When it has to do with a woman and you are talking about marriage, there is a standard that God gave that you must consider while you make your choice. And number one, the Bible said, God said, let us make a woman, for it's not good that a man be alone. He said, let's make a help, a help, I repeat it again, a help meet for him. It means that whatever your career is going to be in this life, whether you're an artist, a musician, whether you're an oil, you're into oil business, you're a businesswoman, whatever thing that you do as a man, the woman that you must seek her hand in marriage must be someone that understands your line of business, your line of calling, and must be ready to be helped to elevate you to your next level. God did not say you should choose a woman purely for sex purpose. That's not it. Not that she's tall. Not that she's brave. Not that she's fat or slim. That's not the reason. The reason you must seek for a woman who understands your line of calling. Your future. Where you are going to and must be ready to help you achieve the purpose and the will of God for your life. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? It will be complete disaster if me as a pastor seek for a woman to marry and I go for somebody who is a porn star, a clubber. Like by Saturday, she's already in club, coming back very late. How will she come to church with me? She's tired, she got to rest. We are going on different lines completely. What excites her and fulfills her is completely at variance with what I'm called to do. So it doesn't matter what she looks like. If I must fulfill my purpose, you must seek for that woman who is in line with your God-given purpose that will help you. Oh, we had this young man testimony last Sunday. How many of you were here? And he was eulogizing his wife and thanking God that in their tough season, rather than the woman to be cursing him as some will do, say, stupid man, where were you when your arrest were making money? I didn't know you deceived me. This and that. I didn't know you didn't have money. He said, it was the woman that was even helping to provide something and strengthening his hand because he knew who he was getting married to. Also, some men can be very deceptive also. They will tell you this is where they are going to. They are going the other way. They will tell you they are army officer. 
they have never seen barracks before. And you that love military people because you like to uh, bully people. So my husband is a general. Only for you to discover that he does not know where barracks is. Trouble have already started. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If you chose the wrong person, everything goes wrong. Everything goes wrong. And that's why you men must be plain to your woman. My wife is here. She can bear witness. We met in the university. I think I was in third year or thereabout when she came in. And we were in the same fellowship. She was in the school, Nifes, the choir. I told her clearly that I am not going to live by what I'm studying here. I'm going to be a pastor, preacher. That I'm not going to live by what I'm studying here. I am called to be a pastor. I was, I was, I was very open, the truth. Until today, I am the pastor. I'm a pastor. I didn't shift from that. So she must have an idea, the life of a pastor's wife. It cannot be in every get-together in the street of Lagos. It cannot. When will you have time to pray for the folks? When will you attend to the female members of the church? You have to. You have to understand what it takes. When you make the right choice, everything goes right. Vis-a-vis -vis the man and the woman. Time will tell. You will see the consequences of the choice. Lord, choose what seems to be good, easy, cool, acceptable. He didn't know Sodom and Gomorrah besieged and dwell in that land. All his invested ended the day God struck. By the choice he made, he got disconnected from the source of his success, which was Abraham. And if you read later in the scripture, immediately he separated, God appeared to Abraham. God spoke from chapter 12, when God instructed Abraham, and they left together. God never spoke to Lot. He couldn't hear, he couldn't, sorry Abraham, he couldn't hear God again. Not that God was not speaking, but he was beclouded. He was beclouded. Where you make the wrong choice of a woman or a man, peace will elude you. Peace will elude you. Why? Because there will be strife, as we read here. There has gonna be a strife. Haven't you seen some men that their wife suddenly God start helping them? They are rising and they become a, 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 a lion. They get angry over the prosperity of their wife. That their wife is rising financially, become an issue. Because they are not two, they are not men together. They don't understand that two is better than one. God can decide to bring the blessing from any kind. The woman that God is using to provide the money understood where her where her own authority ends and where it begins. Ah, may God give me a woman that will be bringing nyafu nyafu. I don't care. I don't care. Some of you is your own problem that it must be from you. What if God said it's not from you? He just put you over there. It's just like the resources of Nigeria. He put a mantle preside over it. What's the problem? Must the oil be at your domot? The good news is that there's an oil in the land. That's right. And we are to use it, govern it very well so that everybody benefit from it. Yes, Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. So, Lord made the wrongest choice of his life by following what he see. It's tall. 
That's today all of you are in the hands of slave queen. And they are slaying you every day. Slaying you every day. Slave men. They are slaying them every day. Breaking heart. You know some women have their hearts. Dick is more than multiple. It's in quantum. Because if the way the heart is being broken and they are still surviving. Then the commendation. More commend you. Number two, as you journey in life, your location must be within the coverage of God. Did you hear what I said? Your location, that is where you live, where you choose to live. Just like you can see a lot of people are relocating out of the country simply because of hardship, which is not, I am not against any person, but I'm preaching in righteousness and in truth. Oh, what I, I have been opportune, I've said this several times, to stay in the U.S. With my wife, with Chukunonso, and Sharon, who was newly born. Praise God, somebody. Hallelujah. Who was there. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I had the opportunity to live and stay in that land. So not that I've not been there. He said, can you focus on me? You want to go and help them there? <laughs> now, I was there. I was in the States. Things were okay. It was comfortable. People say, stay. Stay. It's good for me to stay. Yes. But we don't walk by sight. Mm. We are not moved by what we see. But by the will of God Almighty. And I told them that the best place to be, it was time to make a choice. We call it life's choice. Destiny. Your future. I told them the best place for any man to be is not where United Nations declared to be the best. Switzerland is a sweet country. Singapore, these are, you can't even pick a sand on the street of Singapore. That's how beautiful it is. It can't even be as beautiful as Dubai is, can't be compared to Singapore. But I am not called. My life is not for this finest city. John the Baptist was in the forest fulfilling purpose. He was there. People that came from palace, they came to him. He even said, you brood of vipers who has wanted you to come. What rot? What have bring you to this place? What? Praise God, somebody. Hallelujah. And it made a proof that you should be where God has planted you. Make a choice. But the Bible says, where two or three are gathered, I am there. Anywhere God said it should stay. Any nation, if it's not Nigeria, leave Nigeria. But if it says Nigeria, don't leave Nigeria. Some have left. They didn't come back with what they hoped they would come. Some left. They never existed on this earth again. No, that's a written proof. You all know what I'm talking about. Are you understand what I'm saying? There are consequences for every choice that you make. But there's a location where God is at a particular time. Because God walks in time and season. So you must understand, make a choice of where he wants you to be. And be there. Are you aware that David Adeleke, otherwise known as Davido, lived in the United States for years. That's where he was born in, in, in Atlanta. And he was not doing well academically. He was a ruffian. Things was not working well. That's where he was born. That's a leaf. His father has to bring him back to Nigeria. Even the music thing, he was doing it there. It was nothing was happening. He brought him here. 
And it is in this country, in this land, in this location, God opened the door for him. God opened the door for him. Is somebody hear what I'm saying? Yeah. It is called location, divine location. When you are at the place where God has located you, you will then partake in your allocation. When you are at the place, I repeat, where God has allocated you, you will partake in what? In the allocation. That's an allocation when you are at your location. But if you miss it, you miss out. When you are at your location, what you wear does not matter. It does not affect your favor time. How you speak does not necessarily matter. God locate you there. How many of you were here still in this church when the United States, former U.S. Consul General, was joined us and was worshiping with us? Where was we? We were in a school. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the day he came, it was raining. We couldn't even stay in the canopy we set out. We have to run into the school, which was very, imp it was not convenient for us. We are sitting in an odd way. Yet, he was comfortable. That was our location. That was our location. And we got our own allocation by the virtue of him meeting us there. It was not an issue. He didn't count us and say, who are these people who are setting canopy? Because we were where God wants us to be. That's why I told you, never you be in a haste. Don't borrow money. Don't steal money. To go and wear a particular dress because you want to appear extraordinary before somebody. The person will not even see you with that. He won't see you there. When you need a place to live, live within your means. Your pastor that you see here. I grew up in Dolphin Estate. It's my father's house to the glory of God. But when it was time for me to move out, to prepare to settle as a man, the money I saved for my own, Kulole rent me a house at number six Amodu Street, which I showed to her. He said it was okay. It was not painted in and out. I was not ashamed of it. That's what I could afford. And as long as it was okay with her, every other person is immaterial to me. Are you understand what I'm saying? While I was in school, I was writing drama. She she witnessed it. I wrote a drama, The Secret Life of Absu Student. The school was shut down. She can bear witness. The auditorium was filled to the brim. People sat on the staircase. The people outside were more than the people in. And the ticket was 10 naira those days. At the end, it was 16,000 that was handed over to me. That was enough to buy a brand new car. Why as a student? And I also was the first student to write a book, launching the school, and the VC was invited. So all those money, I was saving them. And other things I could buy with them. And that was where I moved to. That was where I was. And I was pastoring people like Rita Ado, the U.S. Consul General, and so many other persons. That was where I worked with American Embassy brought visa form for me to fill. Emotion. So you see that when you are at your location, your allocation will be delivered to you. Things will meet you there. Don't. So I wasn't wrong after all when I made a choice and said, God has not called me to stay in the United States. I'm coming back to Nigeria. I'm sure they laughed. But there's no difference. There's nothing that any human being needs in life. Basic thing. God didn't promise us our want. He promised us our needs. 
clothes to cover my, my nakedness. Ever since I came back, is it? I've never been naked. And I've never been shoeless. I've always had shoe on my foot. And I don't see, I've never taken place to knock at somebody's door and said, I'm hungry. My family is hungry. God has given us food. And we have never lived on the street. We have been under somewhere. So it means that God has fulfilled his promise. He has provided our needs. And above all, we have enjoyed the peace of God. I pass it all understanding. So time, thousands of years, or years after rather, God has proven that I made the right choice. The time went to the U.S. from office. She knows. It was not rain. It was from office. I called them to bring some clothes for me to the airport and my passport. Because I got a call from the U.S. I need to be in America the next day. From office, 114. And I raced to office. When I landed at Dallas airport, if you see me, it's like, who is pursuing this guy? The immigration guy said, how long are you staying? I said, two days. Two days. He said, where are you from? I said, Nigeria. Africa? I said, yeah. Two days? Yeah. Can I see your return ticket? I gave him my return. He saw it two days. It's time six months. I said, <laughs> He said, stay six months. I said, no. I have something to do. And two days after, sir, I left. And I was back here. The man, the woman you choose has a lot to do with your future and your life. Make the right choice. And I, get, I told you what to watch out for. Watch out for a woman. Not the one that is cooking for you every time and bringing food. Young men, are you hearing what I'm saying? Not the one that every time you cook and bring. Your life is not about food. Your life is about your purpose. There's a purpose why God created you. If you don't fulfill it, you, are, you never achieve anything on this earth. Money is not purpose. Because kidnappers kidnap people. They get 100 million out of people. Have, have they, fulfilled, they have money, but they have not fulfilled purpose. That's not a purpose. God didn't call them to kidnap. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So you need to look out for somebody that will help you fulfill your purpose. And you also help to fulfill her purpose in life. That's what it's all about. That's a choice. That you'll be glad. You look back and say, yes, I made the right choice. Two, your location. Very important. Don't live where everybody is living. Don't run to everywhere. Always be like Abraham. Be like David. Consult God and know what his mind is. Then go with tabernacle within that hemisphere that he is. And you can be sure your life is secure than you're guaranteed. Amen, someone. Amen. I said amen, someone. Amen. Number three. Your investment. Your what? Your investment. Some people have made money and died because all their investment disappeared by a stroke of a button. Where you are going to invest your resources, you must be able to look for sincere people that have been verified. Not somebody come and tell me, uh, Dickness, uh, uh, Elizabeth, uh, took that I am sincere. You know, like some people say, I'm a Christian. No, 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 no. Any person that call I'm a Christian, don't do business with the person. Don't use business enough. Verify the person. Verify the person. Go deeper. Go further and do that before you pull down. Your resources, because the worst thing that can happen to a man, when I say man, male or female, is for you to stay with that money in your hand. If you are coverless, you are powerless. If you are coverless, you are weak. Don't get to a point where you eat what you don't plan to eat. 
And the only way to save yourself from that is to inject your money rightly. That only God said, put in my house, put in me. We are moths and rods. Rabbit will not eat it. Even banks steal money. Every time they will be removing elect electronics transfer. You didn't transfer for one month, but you get electronics <laughs> transfer. What do you call that? It's stealing. Some of you that put money, you don't tell any person. You have a secret account. When you die, that your account officer will take it over. Yeah, it happens. That's how people become rich. So where you invest is very important. Don't just run and say, now this one, they happen. Now this one, they happen. No. You make that choice. You can be wiped out in a split of second. You see, Lot made a choice. He invested all his herdsmen and all his gold and silver in that place called Sodom and Gomorrah. In one raid, one day raid, it became poorer than poverty. He said, became poorer than poverty. You know, because if you don't walk with God, the Bible says in the book of Thessalonians that it will give you, it will leave you to a reprobate mind. It is called deluding spirit. What is wrong will make sense to you. What is wrong will make sense to you. That's what will make sense to you. Because you, are, you have stayed away from God. And so serious minded people will come with business that will transform your life. You will not listen to them. They, they will not make sense to you. But when the wrong people come, you will be the one chasing after them. Chasing after them. I'm chasing after you. You know that song they say. That's a song they call, I'm chasing after you. Now you're going to disturb the person. Because you are far from God. And then God will draw from you also. And leave you to your Adamic self. Which is full of sin and wrong actions and wrong ways. So be watchful. I go back again the choice you make. Either male or female. It determines a lot about your destiny. Whether you are going to end peacefully or not. A location. That you found yourself. Some people say, ah, I didn't know it's going to be. You are already hooked. There are people. When I was, that was a country I live called Romania. That was the first country I leave, Romania. I remember the day before that plane landed, I looked left and right. I was only black person inside that plane. Only black person. Everybody is white. I landed. I saw them. I saw camera in the whole airport. I said, ah, no, not me. Then they give this VIP treatment. I didn't know it was there. I said, superstar, they were expected aboard. I said, I thought it was me. <laughs> the cold there was so horrible. My boss that came with me, late Chris Chikelwe, he flew from London. He has to bring an inner wear for me. I have to go inside. I was wearing suit, but it was good. I was naked. I've not come at all. I was inside plane, inside the airport. Oh. It's just that those automatic door opens and the wind just coming like this. It would just freeze me. I said, okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> now you won't go abroad. Welcome. Men and brethren, I don't want to talk my story there. I don't want to talk my story. That's the place I told you that when I'm baiting, I plug my, my boiler inside the electricity as he's boiling. As he's boiling. What I'm telling you is the truth. God is my weakness. As he's boiling, I will scoop the water and pour it on my body like that. You don't put anything in the fridge now. Everything is already cold. Take it as it's boiling there and pour on yourself. 
you will take one hour to dress up to go and buy food of uh, 30, 20 minutes. You take one hour to dress. We are three dress on there, put on your, your canvas. Nothing did they see again than your face. I never saw my neighbors. It was for the about six months I live in that apartment. It was only once I saw one of my neighbors. It was her back I saw, one old woman. I didn't even see what the front. I know it's a woman. When she was entering, that's how I just saw it. But it's like he just had to run in. And let me... Location. <laughs> ah! Has God saved me from there? There's no way God cannot save me. Then I went to the place they call Finland. That one is another story on its own. That place, 1 a.m. midnight. Uh -uh. Everywhere was bright. I just I called Brother Gabriel. I said, Gabe, what is going on now? He said, ah, Pastor. Hey, Papa, at the time you came, it's even okay. He said, they are season that is 24 hours light. I said, 24 hours, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., like, it's, it's, it's like uh, afternoon. They are beach, they are barbie. You know what barbie is? There's a time it freeze. They took me out now on top. They said, let's walk. I said, walk? They said, yes. I said, Lord, unto thy spirit I commit myself. Because I, what if he melt? They said, no, pastor, it will not melt. I said, match. I said, I match. I walked on the sea. <laughs> I walked on the sea as my Lord walked on the sea. I walked, I walked on the sea successfully. I never sang. And I was like my Peter that was crying. Carry not that we perish. No. I walked as my master. There was no fear. Thank you. There was no fear. Praise God, somebody. The consequences of the choice that you make in life. It's waiting for you. There is no all this one say, I know they hear what. You will you hear what? I know they hear what make not leave me alone. I don't decide. We'll be praying for you. That it will not be disastrous. Because there are some people that don't live to correct the wrong choice they made. There are some that don't leave. Some are opportune to leave. But there are some that, that are not. And we can't be alive. We wouldn't have gone through the experiences we have gone and watch you make those kind of choice that you make. That's why we tell you in this place, don't make a permanent decision. On what? On what? Don't make a permanent decision on temporal situation. Everything that happens to us is just for a while. It's for a season. And it will pass away. In the name of Jesus. Our time is fast spent. I thought I could go much better than that. Can you just rise on your feet, everybody? Thank you. Thank you, Father. Blessed be thou God Almighty. We have made our choice. The songwriter said that we made a choice that we will never go back or turn back. I've made up my mind to go God's way the rest of my life. God gave us brain to think. Don't follow your feelings alone. Feeling is not enough. What you feel now, you can feel something else tomorrow. I want you to think. English call it cogitate. Think. That's why you have a brain. Add one and two together. 
consult the Holy Spirit so you won't make rash, quick, unnecessary decisions like Lot did. What looks good may not be good at the end. What looks rich may not be as rich at the end. Seek the mind of his grace. God will guide you. In Jesus' name. Our Father, we thank you for grace and mercy. We lift up this oil. We ask that you brood on it. Bless it, circumcise it. As a people step by faith, and this oil touch them. Let the supernatural rest upon them. That from today they make positive choices Amen. in life. Amen. And peradventure anyone has made the wrong choice. By this oil, let that be a reversal. In the name of Jesus. Have mercy, O God. Lord, in the month of favor, this month, let this oil provoke favor for your people. Amen. From the east, west, north, and south, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. For our head will not lack oil. Thank you, Father. If there be any sick among us, by the administration of this oil, be healed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries. Or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.